on tonight's show. We have singer and songwriter, the Venice Sweet. And now for your host, Cool Park. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 80 of Kicking It With Cool Card. I am your host, Cool Card. And yes, we are back with another guest. Last week, I had Tiffany Hill, Esquire. She was a lawyer, attorney. She had gone through... She is a survivor of domestic abuse. Um, She had a situation for a little while in her life. uh, And then um, she was able to overcome it. She was able to get out of that situation and turn it into something positive let's say let's say that she turned pain into a positive power motivation and she's empowering other women who are going through some of the same troubles and trials um, as she went through so y'all check her out tiffany hill esquire i think it is th underscore attorney on Instagram. So you can check her out. Also check out the episode, episode 79. It is now streaming on YouTube. So just go to my page and you can see it right there and enjoy. All right. Um, if you are dealing with that type of issue or you know somebody, that episode might be for you. You might be able to pick up some gems, a little encouragement, you know, because we dug pretty deep into what she was dealing with and what she battled through. All right. But this week, episode 80, I have my good friend. We go way back it's only right that I had to I had to have her on. Devanna Sweet, she's a singer, she's a songwriter. You know, and listen, I haven't seen her or talked to her in maybe 10 years. Maybe 10 years. I didn't even know she sang reggae music. <laughs> I didn't even know she was Jamaican. All right. When I met her, we were doing RB together. We did a song. Uh might show you a little snippet of that. You know, so, you know, kind of. Take a walk down memory lane. But yes, y'all, Devanna Sweet, we're going to see what she's into now. She's still doing music, still doing the thing. She has some music out. We'll, you know, we'll get into all of that, all right? But uh, let me give her a warm welcome like I like I do all my guests, and we'll meet Devanna. Let's get it, y'all. Yes, let me welcome to the show my good friend, Devanna Sweet. I haven't seen or talked to her in 10 years, and here she is. I'm telling you, 10 <laughs> 10 years. Wow. Yes. 10 years. It's been a minute. It has. It has. How are you, man? You're looking good. Sounding good. You're looking healthy. Everything good with you, right? You made it through the pandemic. We here. Wow. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's a thing to try to keep up, right? Oh, man. I'm telling you. But hey, listen, you know, black don't crack either. We, you know, we keeping it youthful. Still got the looks, you know. We, you know, <laughs> yes, indeed. And 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 I really want to say that I appreciate you staying up, everybody. She is in Belgium right now. It is four a.m. She stayed up to kick it with your boy. So man, it's a blessing to have you on for real. Good to see you too. Thank you. Same here. Same here. It's good to see you. Thank yeah. you for having me on. Thank you for having no me on. Your- oh, no doubt, man. And you're still doing music. I'm not. i'm not but you are and we're here to talk about you not me but um like i said i do have a clip for when we did our show with uh my song down girl so i'm gonna play that um i'm gonna share that with the viewers we're gonna take a walk down memory lane oh 
but wow. yeah, oh, wow. man. Yeah. Wow. But before yeah. we get into that, you're you're in Belgium. You were in Atlanta. We're doing our thing. Then you moved to what? Florida, right? Yes. Yes. What took you to Belgium? Like, what took you to Belgium? Wow. Um, so. Or let that, me say this. Why Belgium? Well, why Belgium? First, um, I, I have always been traveling um, in my youthful days. Okay. So I've had a, a feeling of what. Uh, this side of the world needs um, from reggae music. They love Jamaicans. They love reggae music. They're a lot more open yeah. when it comes to um, different genres of music. And uh, uh, back in 2008, doing Rhythm Runs Deep, um, I did a feature with Omar Perry. Okay. Uh, that some family ties with uh, Lee Scratch Perry. Okay. Um, he's also a legendary uh, record producer um, okay. in the reggae music industry. And, um, you know, he put Rhythm Runs Deep on his album back in 2011 called Journey. Mm. Uh, he's very popular here. And that song got rave reviews, rave reviews. Okay. Let me, let me, you had to go where the fandom was. You had to go where it was popping, where, yeah, where you was getting that love. Yeah. Let me bring some of that Devana Sweet love over here on this side. And, um, um. It has been a journey. It has been a journey. It's oh. different. I love Belgium. Um, I love the people. I love the culture. Um, I'm still learning uh, their language. Okay. So take your time. It. Take your time. But you're there, though. See, yeah, that's that's yeah. half the battle. You're there, so it's all around you. You know, mm-hmm. in due time, you'll get it. But listen, I want to know, and we're gonna get into a prayer because I like to start all my shows off with a prayer. So I can't forget that. We're going to pray to God. I don't know who you worship. Jah, Allah, whoever is still God, we're going to pray. All right? We got to give him the glory. There's something or we'll fall for anything. For real, let's say it. Yes, exactly. Um, You know what? Let's go ahead and get into the prayer. I was going to ask you another question. We're going to pray real quick, and then I'm going to get into that with you. All right? But uh, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just... Thank you for giving us this moment. Thank you for bringing us back together, Lord. It's been 10 years, maybe even more. Um, we just thank you, Heavenly Father, Jesus. When we were um, doing work together, Heavenly Father, Jesus, it was great work. Uh, we know that you were present in that situation, Heavenly Father, Jesus. We just thank you for just allowing us to make it through the pandemic, Lord. We thank you for allowing Devanna to follow her dreams and continue to still bless the world with her beautiful voice, Heavenly Father, Jesus. We just thank you for... Just waking us up this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. Just allowing us to be here for this good conversation that I know that is going to transpire, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for moments like this, Lord Jesus. It's not by chance. We know it's all you. We just give you all the glory, all the victory, all the love, all the praise, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Why did I not know you sang reggae or you were Jamaican? <laughs> like, why did I know that? Out of all this time and all you know, all the times we were in the studio, we worked together. Why did I know that you were Jamaican and you sang reggae? I knew you as R and B. Ooh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. For some reason, I I keep that side a mystery for me and 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 everyone that I meet. But I I feel like that also is a humbling um, standpoint as well. Um, reggae music has always been a part of my life. Um, coming from a mother who is a record producer, uh, the backbone for Lee Scratch Perry, 
Um, and my father being part trio of the uh, reggae group Meditations, okay. um, they've opened up a lot of shows for Bob Marley. Mm. Um, they've had their um, their run as well, a five year run, plenty of years. They go way back. Um, so but it's in your blood. So why do you why do you why do you blood. keep that from people when they first meet you? Like it. Okay, let me ask you this: Was it back in the day? Did you feel like you wouldn't have gotten the love and respect? Did you feel like you were just kind of falling in line what was going, what was popping on radio? So you just did the R&B thing, trying to ride that lane until you could do what you really want to do? Is that what that was? Uh, there's a plenty of um, legendary artists that were flowing through my my little ears as growing up. Um, and then I went traveling towards, a, you know, going to England, going to Africa, you know, meeting different people, learning the culture there. Um living in Jamaica, it's, you know, it kind of brought a different side to me. I attended church there. So mm. I got a chance to, you know, um, get gospel, you know, yeah. at one point. And that's when songwriting had came for me. Okay. Um, always been in love with, um, uh, role models like Aaliyah, Brandy, uh, Alicia Keys, you know, so those R and B, and then even from back in the day, Marvin Gaye, Tendi Pendergrass, yeah, I'm, and then of course another genre, Ario Speedwagon, all I that, Stephen Perry. I mean, all those that Air Supply, all those have just been like a major influence when it comes to um, my my listening style of music. So that's when I said, well, you know what? I don't think I can stick to one genre. I mean, uh, I love okay. music. I love R&B. How can I see if I can kind of mix the two together? Right. Um, but again, with my father being in the harmonious trio, um, that's like one of my signatures when I record my music mm. is my harmonies. Mm, okay. So you, you got you got firsthand training on that. <laughs> yeah, first hand training. What uh what parish uh were you from? Are you did you, were you living in in um Jamaica? In Jamaica. Um Kingston. Kingston, okay. St. Andrew, St. Andrew, that's the capital. Okay. That's the capital and I, I got a chance to see the Black Ark. And um I'm a Queens girl, so I went to Queens High School. Um but, uh, you know, the privilege at a very such a young age to um travel different places uh it opened up my eyes a yep. lot um and and it taught me a lot as well do you consider jamaica as home like is that is that that's the motherland for you well being that i've been to africa as well which that's everyone's, everyone's original motherland. motherland yeah you know um there can be comparisons of the two when you go to jamaica you know you have this island vibe when you go to africa it's a different vibe but they love the reggae music. They, I feel they, they, like I feel like um, Afrobeats has a lot of similarities. Yes. A lot of sim- and I'm digging at Afrobeats and I love yeah, reggae. Me too. Love me too. Reggae. It's when I love to, I love to dance. So. Right, right. I love the Jamaican <laughs> culture. I just got back from Jamaica, so I, I go there wow. often. You know what I'm saying? Like I love it out there, man. The people are so nice. Just it's all love, man. It's just love. It's just laid back, love, chill. I've gone to the country, huh? You can hear it in the music. Oh, yeah. You can hear it in... Because music itself has a big influence. Right. Um, you know, that's why I try my best to, you know, hold on to music the best way I can. Even during the pandemic, it's 
it was kind of slow at first. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you that because you said you only been out there for like a year. So you moved there in the middle of the pandemic. Like, why then? Why did you choose to say, okay, the world shut down. Let me go across the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you follow your intuition. Yeah. You know, I followed my spirit. I followed the intuition. And it's been a part of my plans for about... I mean, if we knew each other for about 10 years, it's been, it's been like that since then. Oh, you know? wow. Okay. Yeah. The trip well, this is coming God then. Here. Let's just say God. That's yes. it. <laughs> well, what did you do during the pandemic? I mean, you couldn't do any shows. I know, I, cause I know you, I know how you love to, you know, get on stage, record all that. Well, when you got there, I'm pretty sure you wanted to hit the ground running, hit the little spots. Cause I know there's clubs and stuff out there that you can't perform at. There's festivals. I was talking to um, Tim Erisu the DJ that's from where you are right now. Um, and he was talking, telling me about all the festivals and all the little small gigs and he was doing and stuff like that. So I know there's opportunity, but during the pandemic, you get there and there's nothing. Like, how do you deal with that? How do you even keep a sane mind for somebody who wants to, I know you can write, but you can't perform. So how did, how did that feel? Yeah. That's, How'd you that's, cope? Yeah. That's, that's a very good highlight. You, you, <laughs> point you made there um when i got here and i just i saw how everything was kind of scarce i was like "Ooh, did i really come at a bad time you know yeah. but um songwriting has always been a part of me that's like my second skin so even if i don't really have that moment to record or um is limited with recording right. um you know songwriting kind of gets me um how should i put it one step ahead right. so that when as now things are opening up now um venues are starting to um acquire people at a certain amount um you know it's like i can always pair the two right so um even with uh the downtime i've also been making some of these what's that oils yes essential oils oh the smell good i, I mean Listen. it was an experience i didn't realize that i could uh create such alchemy i was like wow yeah. this is cool yeah so um during the pandemic on my downtime if i'm not songwriting just been experimenting with um essential oils nothing hypoallergenic um this one has a bit of color to it mm -hmm. um, it has myrrh frankincense and lavender okay so and then this one has a different color to it it's quite clear um this one has musk lavender um rose now are, are you selling them yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay all right um, it's, it's 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 I'm, I'm still experimenting but i'm also promoting at the same time because yeah, yeah you better be <laughs> you better be listen man the pandemic was a good thing you know it was like a cleansing of the earth it yes. was a restructuring a restart for a lot of people a lot of businesses were birthed out of it you know, yeah. um, and that's not to downplay anybody that lost their life, anybody that dealt with any of the hardships of, of you know, COVID or whatnot, because it's it's real, too. But there was a silver lining there. You know, if you could grab a hold of that and do something with it, it was a silver lining. It was an opportunity. I mean, even with, you know, the government giving out money, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, if they're giving it, then take it and do something with it. So, yeah. Set it aside. Save it. Start a yeah. business, do something. Like there were so many opportunities there. Now I know that there's some people who needed that money in dire. They were in dire need of that money, so all that money got soaked up the bills. You know, whatever, whatever. I get that. 
But if others out there that were still fortunate enough to have a job and not have to spend that money on bills, man, if you wasted that money, shame on you. You know what I'm saying? Shame on you. Like, that, like what a time to be alive, like in a negative way, in a bad way, dealing with COVID. But then also, when in the world have you ever known a government to just hand out money, free money like that, that'll give you an opportunity to start over, to, to create something out of thin air, like create a business or even just save, get a nest egg. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and to be pulled out the, the, the pits of hell with not having a job or, you know I what I'm saying? Not, or just behind on your bills and yeah. they're giving you this money. Now, I know it wasn't a lot. You know, some people were thousands in debt, you know, or whatever. And it, it, it only, you know, it was, a, it was a chisel, a little chip off the block, but it was still something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And when has there ever been a time that we've lived in, that, that we've lived in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where the government say, here's money. Here, just take this. Regardless yeah, no. if you need it or not, take it. Let's just boost the economy and go do what you do with it. So yes. if you had the opportunity to save that or start a business or just do something positive with it and you blew it, man, shame on you. Shame on you because of all the people out there who really needed it. And there were some people that, that didn't even get it. You know what I'm saying? And then you just went and frivolously spent it off. Like, shame on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can, I, I can definitely see that point. Um, you know, the pandemic hit people in many different ways. And yeah. um, it, right now would have been a time to, if whatever you have never done before, whatever you've been sleeping on, whatever you've been yeah. dreaming about, whatever you've Do been wishing, hoping now would have been the perfect opportunity or the right opportunity to make something happen. Right. Um, even if you've probably acquired a business, I mean, even for entertainers, touring was some of their money makers. That's yeah. their way of generating income. So there is a way where the pandemic does hit people hard in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those entertainers who weren't able to kind of like, make their money in touring they had to find other ways so even if you have some foundation it was this moment kind of brought you to say well what more am i capable of like what more can i do how creative can i be what other streams of income can i create because listen what what happens now is once all the all the um venues and everything open back up and people can tour well guess what now there's an extra stream of income because now exactly. you can live stream. Exactly. Not to say that it wasn't that before, but the the, the infrastructure for live streaming wasn't really there. People scrambled right. to make that infrastructure what it is right now. And now there's an extra stream of income that you can have. It's almost like pay-per-view your concerts and you're still on tour. So yep. you can live stream your concert all around the world and still have an audience a, a coliseum, a stadium full of people. Now you're getting pay-per-view money. It's almost like you're doing, you know, you're Floyd Mayweather. You're a boxer now. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're getting ticket sales or whatever, whatever your deal is. You're getting money. Your front end, your back end, and now you kind of got a pay-per-view type of setup. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, there was a silver lining in COVID. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, and as well, I'm, I'm considered a working mom. <laughs> so. <laughs> My children, oh yeah, they can't be during that time. You know, with online learning, um, that too kind of um, took the school system in a completely different direction. Like I'm sure this everybody had to get creative, man. Not expect for anyone to make any type of crazy adjustments, right? (laughs) As far as what we've done, but um, 
exercising, um, meditating was some of the ways that I spent um, during the pandemic on my downtimes because, you know, um, a lot of even mental health wellness has yeah. arisen this time because yeah. when oh, yeah. people are so used to kind of going out every weekend or getting a, to their certain vacational spots for a breath of fresh air, no one was able to do that. So at that moment, if, if you're that type of person to always be within or to always go within to um, maintain your wellness, whether yeah. it's through health or mental or emotional, spiritual, now is also the big opportunity to really try to say, you know, let me look within myself. Let me not let this um, pandemic cause depression or anxiety or, uh, you know, the, the scrambleness of what, you know, media has put out there. So I was, I was great with it. I'm an introvert anyway, and I don't like being around a lot of people. So I was completely okay with it. Great. Mass cool. I tend to think inside my head and I said, you know, it, you know, I, I need to get out. I need to get. And that's where writing, of course, is yeah. an out for that. But, um, <laughs> I mean, you listen, I find ways to let it out, but me being holed up in the house, I do that anyway. So, <laughs> so it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But listen, I want to talk about where you came from musically and where you've gone so i want us i want to you know shoot to a little clip right now of me and you performing my song down girl back in the day and then we'll come back and we'll talk about your new music and we'll play a little bit of that you know let's just see the evolution of the vanna suite you know what i'm saying then and now down girl <laughs> oh man that brings back so many memories it sure does Thank you for that hook, too. That hook was fire. You did that. So, 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 so you realize that that thing there was written off the whim like that. You remember that? Man, I don't remember none of that. (laughs) I remember remember you, 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 you let me listen. Hey, yo, first of all, I gotta say, yo, shout out to Nick Moe. Joe Nathan, E and J, 54 Entertainment, the Riders case. Got to give y'all a shout out. Full blowing entertainment. Tank Williams, just stay big, doing big things. Yo, that's ATL. I have yes. to put that shout out out there real quick. Yes. For real. Because yes. when like minds get together, great oh. things happen. Man, you know we came I mean? up with some some amazing stuff, man. Just, just that the group of people. That hear that, track, that was like the first thing I thought about was just like traveling the world. You know, sometimes you need that ride or die. Sometimes you need that that Bonnie if you that Clyde. You know. Yeah. So that was that that was the first thing that came to my mind. Where were we at? Where were we at? Were we in the studio together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in I the do. studio together, I and everything got recorded just like that. For real. Just one, one take. Yep, harmonies and everything. Yep. So yeah. what? So okay. So did you come up with the hook first? Yeah, I came up with the hook first, and okay. um, the harmonies because that's how I usually structure my songs. I kind of um, kind of get the harmonies out first, uh-huh. and then do the lead. But um, uh, the, the the structure of songs, hooks usually are the easiest thing to really come by when you start right. tinkering making a song. You know, hooks. So, so yeah. you came up with the concept, the idea of the song. I, I'm asking you. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I... <laughs> take the goddamn credit, girl. If the credit is yours, I don't care. I'm like, I'm asking you. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm surprised. 
Listen, I'm surprised you still have that. I mean, anyone that listens it to it right now until this day, that thing is jamming. It is. That thing jamming. Thing fresh. It fresh man. The thing fresh for real. <laughs> Stay fresh. You know, yeah. You know? Okay. Wow. I think we did that song back in um twenty maybe two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. Whose studio were we at? It was at your studio. At my house. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, girl, that it's pure gone. It's yep. gone. Like ever yep. since I stopped music, I don't think about it. Yep. I don't think about it. I don't think about writing. I don't think about nothing. It's wow. all gone. The memories, wow, you know, I got memories, but like the little, know, like all that little intricate stuff, I don't remember. It's the evolution. It's yeah. the evolution. Yeah. yeah, that's all it is. It's, I don't remember. I don't forget the people. You know what I'm saying? I don't forget the the moments and the memories like that, but just the little small stuff. Like, man, I don't remember. So many sessions, you know. So many, yeah. yeah of course. But we made some good music, man. Me, you, Nick. PBT, wow. Joe Nathan. Full blown. Excuse me. Full blown. Actually, as a matter of fact, speaking of um full blown, full blown is the um the studio that uh, I recorded Rhythm Runs Deep. And oh, okay. um, I was able to gather my EP together. Yeah. Um, Rhythm Runs Deep. Hopefully the glare. No, yeah, we see so, it. We see it. Yeah. This is where hold on. There we go. Yeah. Bring it this over what... bring it over to your left a little bit. Yeah, there we it go. Is. Yes, yes. So this you... is where I, this is where I was able to um uh compile this EP. It has um Rhythm Runs Deep on it, um an Isley Brothers rendition of Groove With You. Okay. Uh, yeah. So um I'm gonna I'm gonna mail you a copy so you can have one. Yes, yes. Do you have any music on Apple Music or anything like that? Yes, you can also find this on Spotify. You can find the tracks as well on YouTube, okay. my social media, Facebook, Instagram, um, all social media platforms. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go jam, make a playlist of it for sure. So, okay, so when was it when you decided, okay, enough of... Just the straight R&B sound in Devanna Suite. I'm about to switch it up and really get back to my roots and do this reggae thing. When, when did that happen? Um, I kind of just stumbled on it. You know, it's it was more one of those moments where, um, after kind of raising my family, I felt like I don't want the music to leave me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, it is my second skin. But when you kind of sit down on it too long, you might lose it, you know? Yeah. So, well, I don't want to I love lose. how you just switched it over into Patois. <laughs> we started talking about reggae. <laughs> I don't want to lose my thing, and I don't want to lose my thing. So uh, it, was a, it was a case where I was always keeping networks with uh, folks in Europe. Okay. So some bridging with, um, with Facebook networking. That's why I love social media so much. You never know, yeah, you know. opportunities. Exactly. What opportunities and opportunity came knocking at my door and I, I took advantage of it. Um, shout out to Reggae Levocation Records, Jemska, Julio, you don't know I said a thing, you know? So <laughs> I had to put the shout out out there. That's my bridge and them in France. You don't know I said, we're there. Come on, come soon. 
is he long enough friends day yeah so back it. in 2013 um uh, a new a new song was starting to sprout it's called more than conquerors mm -hmm. um that track is also like a nice little reggae soulful beat to it um it was also a tweaking of um destiny's child survivor more than so, yeah i um we're actually gonna ride out to that when when the show goes off. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. ride out to that video. So I got that on there too. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Appreciate it, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, man. So when you hear the when you hear the rhythm, it'll automatically give you this 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 familiar feel, this familiar sound with it. You know that it has you like weird. What what? I've heard this before. Mm -hmm. So of course I made it my own. Um, and the the real backdrop of that song was to. Um, empower to motivate to encourage you know those who have been through some hard times some hard trials even what the world you know right. on struggles kind of puts us through right. don't hope like don't give up we are more than conquerors that we can you know fight the fight even though the battle may not be you know finished but our every day is is where we have to concentrate on how we can overcome a, a fight right you know yeah, so that's, yeah that's the message that was a message of more than conquerors and that song too you can find on um youtube it's on um different compilations it has a lot of various artists very good various artists on there um you have faya p um, mary vasquez um uh corporal pupa you know you have a lot of a lot of good artists out there um uh, on that compilation it, and, and it was it, it, it's a really good um it's a good it's a good sound uh when it comes to compilations they use the same rhythm but then you'll have different people giving their own version of their song yeah. on this particular rhythm so you get a chance to hear everybody's different story you know on this one track i just got an idea i'm gonna link you up with tim erisu Wow. I wanna I wanna hear you on some of that electronic music jam wow. and a reggae thing. Yo, and he's open to it too. I really? told him yes when I spoke when I had a, a conversation with him, he was like, Yeah, put me in contact with, you know, people that you know that you think highly of that oh, I, I would love to work with him. And then so basically what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna contact him and I'm gonna shoot him some of your stuff and just say, Hey, do you hear anything? And then yeah. he'll say yay or nay. I think he'll. Pro I think he will. I appreciate that. I like, appreciate that. He, Thank you. He's Thank and he's 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 doing his thing. Like before COVID, like he was really taking off, and he's doing like Tomorrowland. He always does Tomorrowland festival, big festival. Um, he's touring, so yeah, well, that'd be a good look. Here, here in Belgium, um, he's right there. Alongside Tomorrowland, you have a lot of different Jamaican festivals as well. Okay. Um, popular one them called Bomboclat. That's the next one. Um, that generates a lot of people that love reggae music you want right. to come out for that you'll see some good artists that show up uh, local and international okay um, but, but everything is now opening up so i'm keeping my eyes out but i appreciate that i, I yeah. thank you i'd like i'd like to and he's right there you can go meet up with him you can go to the studio with him you know what i'm saying you don't even have to send files. <laughs> Yo, that's 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 good. That's good. Would yeah. you? I don't know if you're still um, familiar with uh, WRFG. Of course, my girl Dia. Yeah. 
I used to yeah. work up there with her. I was on. I was. Really? I was. Yeah, I was a personality up there. Earl Grey. Oh, so, oh my gosh! I, I, you know, it's a small world. You know, okay, Dia. So... <laughs> you know, Dia. Yeah, I know Dia. Yeah, I used to work with her for like a year or two. Yeah, I was on the show with her. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, what's that area called? That's like the West End. That's the West End area. Little Five Points. Yeah, Little Five little... Points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, little mm-hmm. five points. I did a birthday bash I with um, with WRFG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played and, it. I played it in the intro. Yes. So you know, little little gigs like that, I appreciate. You know, I, yeah. I really do appreciate. They they don't really have to be big, but it's a small one that counts. You Those know, are the ones you really touch the people. Yeah, is what gets your name out. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You know, having the opportunity to work with um that roster was really nice. I, I, I really enjoyed myself. Oh, shout out to the talented dance crew. High maintenance. I love those ladies. I love them. They really kept up. They those, made are the the... Girls, those are the girls dancing with you? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. They yeah. Shout out Dia too, man. Shout out Dia for, yeah, for doing what she girl. does up there for so many years, man. Like, like, she really cares about the music. Like, she's really, really sticking with the culture and just trying to I don't want to say like save the culture, but she really reps hard for just that organic hip hop music, man. Good rooted music and all about the culture. You know what I mean? And she loves what she does. You know, that's why I love Atlanta. I love Atlanta for that because, you know, you do have your small communities here and there, but they too love reggae music, you know, and they have good music. So, you know, for shout outs really to all those ones that have that true passion for music they ain't doing it for the money right they're not doing it for the fame yeah. they're not even doing it for the numbers they do it because they really trying to hold on yeah to get good music out there for yep. those who really kind of like miss that you know yeah you know speaking of but good music ATL, I, I tried my best to do my little thing in atl boy i put that little stamp <laughs> that Havana stamp oh no you ATL. still here you still here you still wow. here for sure yeah. <laughs> for sure you know and um for for little Caribbean festivals too, ATL yeah. is known for that. Atlanta, Georgia is known yeah. for that. Um, I did also a um, a show with uh, a Panchera crew. There are like the Panamanian representatives okay. for that Caribbean festival. Sometimes you have your Trinidadian, you do have your Jamaicans, and you have your yeah. Guyanese. But at that time, I was rolling with the Panamanian, so I was able to kind of get on that roster to highlight their Caribbean aspect and their love for the people in that community. Um, so, and it was a really good privilege, really good privilege. I also um, auditioned for American Idol twice. Oh, how was that? Yeah, that was a good experience as well. Um, I thought, uh, you know, it's... Did you meet Randy? <laughs> you no, know, I thought I was going to... You know, it sounds... <laughs> It sounds funny. I thought I was going to see them on first whim. No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work work like that. So what's the first audition? Like you're in a room with some people you have no idea who the hell they are? Well, I auditioned twice. First in Florida. So I kind of got my song together. I said, you know what? Let me show my versatility. Let me sing a reggae track and then sing an R&B track. So... I'm expecting to see Randy Simon and Thea. I was about to say Theodore. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Randy Simon and Paula at that time. And it was uh, their production crew. 
Right. So, of course, they're the ones that determine kind of who goes on forward. To see them, yeah. Um, but the determination to go and audition again in Georgia was a really close call. I had sung okay. Diana King's Shy Guy, and, you know, they were getting really hyped up. And I said, well, all right, let me throw a little bit of R&B in there. And I don't remember exactly what R&B song. And she was like, oh, I wish you would have, you know, kept singing something in that reggae genre. And I was like, wow. Uh, so, you know. Wow. Card, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I mean, I've been know that, you know, islands, certain islands, different islands, but Jamaica, man. So, so, so when you went to uh, Georgia, that was like round two? Yeah. Okay. And basically. Florida, Florida, Florida was round two. Georgia was round one. Florida was round two. So basically, you sung yourself out of it by switching from reggae to, to R&B. <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, listen, it's all God's plan, so it is what it is, you know. Is you made is. that and decision. Yeah, yeah. You, you stuck by it, and you got to be okay with that, and that's cool. This is the reason why Davana Suite is Davana Suite. I love making music, and I would prefer to be a part of the music, you know, the music line by coming up with my own and feel comfortable singing my own music. That's what I was going to say. It's either you get it being you or you don't get it being you. Fuck it. Yeah. You live with it and you're okay with that. So it's all good. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm really, I'm really happy that what I represent. um, And then how many people that were in that line with you that went in auditions can say they're in Belgium right now doing reggae shows when it opened up. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. I got to, I got to, I got to give it all. I got to give God thanks. All the glory. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I give it to. I give God thanks. All the glory. Absolutely. Let's talk about that Nice It Up song. Nice It Up Again. Because you have Nice It Up and you have Nice It Up Again. Is that remastered? And is that, is that your latest? Yes, that's my latest. That's my about latest the song. Jam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh, yeah. you. Yeah, we're, that's exactly we're, we're, what I was trying to do. I was just... <laughs> we're going to a commercial break, and we're going to jam. We're going to talk about this song when we come back. How about that? All right. We're going to nice it up. <laughs> how's, my, how's my pad talk? We're going to nice it up. <laughs> nice it up. You know, Zid. Zid. Nice it up. There we go. So, now, talk about this. Um, the label situation. With this yeah, song and that, Perry and everything. Um, on all social media platform. Um, with that tune now, uh, working with Omar Perry, um, Family Ties, once more. Shout out, Omar Perry. Um, you know, working with um, Reggae United Records, uh, again, it's just the, the opportunity that came knocking. Yeah. Uh, you know, knowing Blessings. that everything is about to start lifting up. Yeah, from blessing. You know, yeah, yeah, yep. So I really appreciate it, and that too is also um, a part of a compilation you can find um, on YouTube, all social media platforms, Facebook. Um, the compilation has uh, uh, Omar Perry, Luton Fire, uh, Queenie the Empress, um, Maddie Mohammed, um, uh, Ras Mohammed. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a it's a really nice mix. It's a it's a okay. nice mix. It's a nice mix. 
So so when everything opens up, we should see you at festivals and gigs, jamming, yeah. rocking out with your, with your crew. <laughs> One step at a time. And speaking of crew, um, I just want to say really uh, much gratitude and appreciation for the friends that and families that I've acquired being here. I mean, it's a new journey for me. And, and yeah. the people that I've come across have been like angels to me. That's that good. Make, uh, Belgium, you know, a place where it's comfortable, comfortable enough to call home. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something about Europe, man. Um, I love Europe. Every time I go over there, man, I like the first time I went over there, you know, when you're over here in America, man, you're so jaded. You're so jaded by what the media reports and how they depict the world to you and the, the views, man. It's it's so just. Yeah, they pick you apart. They yeah, pick you man. Apart, you and and, and when you apart. get over there, if you're fortunate enough to travel over there, you really see like, you know what? We're all just the same people, same people wanting the same things, love, peace, happiness, happiness, harmony. You know, exactly. they get it over there. You know, it's not all about hustling and. And, and, and killing each other, right. you know, figuratively and literally over right. a dollar, um, slaving you to the bone to get right. a little piece of the American pie while the, the one percenters take it all. Like, it's not about that. You know, they got the siestas. They work a couple hours. They take three, four hours off. They're chilling. They're enjoying life, family. They can go home, take a nap, do what they want to do. Just enjoy <laughs> life. You know what I'm saying? Like, just enjoy life. There's no stress of that. Like, I know there's nations over there where they're feuding every day and it's all holy wars. And this. I get that, you know. But in places that are that are now civil, you know, there's really no stress how they put on you out here, man. Like, cracking the whip on you to, to basically enslaving you to make them millionaires, to make them billionaires, trillionaires. You know, and I'm not saying we don't have opportunity to go out there and get it for ourselves. I'm not saying that. But the vast majority, the system is set up for us to be workers and them to be, you know, it it is what it is. But, excuse me, I'm not saying that there's an opportunity for you to go out and do the same. But it's all about the mentality with it, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the mentality. Like, you can, like, I think it was, what was that company? Like, Zappos or whatever? Like, that, that, yeah, that CEO, he, he gets it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like how he treats his employees and, and the people he worked with, he gets it. If there were more Fortune 500 companies that operated like that, man, people's work life, work life balance would be much better. Depression would be less. People would probably enjoy their work, you know, because everybody, see, this is the thing too. We're living in a time where everybody wants to be an entrepreneur because it sounds cool, but everybody, everybody's not built to be an entrepreneur. Everybody doesn't really want to be an entrepreneur. They just they they you just, have to have your own drive because now somebody's not behind you exactly. making sure that you're doing their job for them. Exactly. You have to be doing that that put out that yes. same energy for yourself. And that take that takes a whole another level of focus, yeah. a whole another level of self-motivation, discipline, yeah. and drive. Yeah. And a lot of people don't have it. A lot of people were never taught that way. They were yeah. never brought up that way to have that. And they don't even seek that. They want. They say it because it's cool. You know, you got a lot of people that just jump on a bandwagon because it's the cool thing to say. It's the cool thing to say that you're pursuing and you're doing. But a lot of people are not leaders. A lot of people are not bosses in their own right. And that's okay. 
That's okay. It's Sometimes okay. In some in some cases, you need chiefs and you need Indians. You exactly. Know? Some people yeah. listen. Some people want to go work a structured job. They know their paycheck is coming. They don't want the headache after they leave their work, and they want to go home and just chill with their family, kick it, yeah. play video games, whatever the hell they want to do. Sit out on the porch and drink. Whatever they want to do. Some people are okay with that. They're cool with that. And let me tell you something. I'm an entrepreneur, right? Yes. Sometimes I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. I want to get out of the hustle and bustle. With like Because it takes you. Living every day saying, oh, man, I got to make this happen. How can I make this happen? How can I make this better? How can I do this better? What, what do I need to do next? You let life pass you by. It's a certain kind of pressure you're dealing with that you let yeah. life pass you by. Yeah, yeah, health, man. That that shit right there. If you're weak minded, will put you into by. deep depression. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it 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 always feels like it's never enough. Mm-hmm. That shit is almost like a drug. It's like it's almost never enough. Like, okay, what do I need to do next? I just accomplished this now. What do I need to do next? What do I need to do next? There, listen, man. And then you, there's a difference. There is a difference, and here is where the difference comes in. Yes, working a nine to five, it's something that we all may have to resort to. Sometimes we mm-hmm. have to do it. Sometimes we, you know, find our ways right. in making whatever income we can. If you love what you do, though, yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, you for sure. You, do, you don't mind, you know, putting in that extra drive. I yeah. mean, if you're a customer service, you won't mind putting that extra hello right. on the phone because right. you love what you do. Because you, you love, love what you do. Yeah. And that's why I said it's commendable. If it, if that's you, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's that's what I don't like though, because we're in a society right now where it's so cliche and it's so popular to want to be an entrepreneur. People almost try to make other people feel bad if they don't want more than that. Who the hell says that you have to have more than that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some people don't want a million dollars. That shit comes with extra baggage. It comes with headaches. Millions of dollars comes with extra headaches. I mean, even I mean, but even in being in the entertainment business, it requires a lot of time and energy. Yes. Um, and if if it's, there's times, okay, me now a mom in um, the industry that I'm in, as far as music goes, it takes a lot of my time because yeah. I have to network, I have to make connections, I have to maybe right. schedule meetings, I have to be a part of meetings. So sometimes it does kind of takes me away from parenthood or my motherhood status. Right. At one point, um, it was a decision where I had to make. Uh, is it going to be, you know, motherhood or is it going to be music? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to weigh the scales. It was a really tough decision, but putting music on hold is what I did. And certain sacrifices is what we have to do if we want to become entrepreneurs. Right. You know, now, Kicking that extra effort out is what makes you an entrepreneur. That right. extra determination, that perseverance. Right. If you don't really, not to say have those quiet uh, traits or qualities, you're just going to be pretty much liking the level that you're at. Yeah. You know, you're being but comfortable at the level. But there's also there's also okay. beauty there's also beauty in, in the stillness though because you see, entertainers yeah. often will take a year or two off. Why? Cause they're fucking tired and they're, and they're mentally just blown. Like creativity is gone because you, you're going, you're going, you're going, you're draining yourself. 
there's beauty in the stillness, just sitting still, getting out of the commotion, getting out of the rat race and living life. Like, like, like letting your well fill up with more experiences that now you can go and turn into some creative artwork, music. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta read, you gotta like slow down and like really live life and see what's in front of you and appreciate that to, mm -hmm. to spark that creativity again. I've been there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like this whole this whole journey coming from um, you know America here to Europe has really been a challenging one. It wasn't oh, I'm easy. Sure. I'm sure. Decision. I'm sure. Um, but you're doing but it though. I'm glad. I'm really glad I did it. I'm really yeah. glad I did it because, you know, it, it gave me a chance to say, well, yeah, um, I don't think I'm ready to stop this now. I don't yeah. think I'm ready to stop my life from shining right now. I don't think I'm ready to stop, you know, putting in the, the words of meaning in my music that I want to get out there for, yeah. you know, everybody to hear. I don't think I'm finished with that yet. You so. know, one good thing about um, that genre, reggae music, um, that kind of uh sets itself apart from of course pop music hip-hop mm -hmm. music uh mm -hmm. r&b music you know it comes a time where people start to look at you differently because you're, you're up in age and they don't want to give you the opportunities and oh you're not in and you're not cool and you're not hip fuck that reggae don't matter look at coco t that motherfucker <laughs> is like 80 goddamn years old and he's still touring still doing his thing and he sounds good look at barris hammond you know what i'm saying like these dudes are 80, 85 years old, 78. Well, it doesn't know, matter. You know, Coco T, at this point, Coco T, he was actually um, one of the discoverers of coffee. Now she's popular. She's a part of the billboard charts and everything in reggae music. Coco right. T has a contribution for that. So, you know, you you may not still be singing with the mic, but the contributions to still keep exactly. good music. You know, in the you know in the in the circle, it's right. always good. It's always good. But reggae, you know? man, it pushes through those lines, man. It really does. Like it transcends. Just keep doing it because reggae music lives on. I don't give a damn how old you are. You sing that goddamn reggae, people showing up. Yeah. Especially in Europe, they showing yeah. up. I don't give a damn if you look like you ninety years old and you singing that goddamn reggae song. It sound good. They got that vibe and that love. They showing yeah. up. Huh? Yeah. Like Nick yep. used to say, all that love in your face. We're <laughs> <laughs> soon drop the seed. Just stay there. It's just going to be the van. We're soon drop the seed. Don't worry. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're going to be, yeah, yeah. Just like on the rappers um, dropping that young, they get older. You're just the van. Still getting it. And who it's gives it. a damn? Do it. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. Many Thanks. blessings, man. I'm glad it, I'm glad to hear and see that you're still doing it and you're doing it at a high level. And you're over there in Belgium doing it. Like, come on, man. You know, and that's where they really show show love and appreciate the music, though. I don't know what it is about America, man. We're so fickle. We want the next thing every second of the day. Like, you know, you got a hot new artist, a hot new song, and it's cool. And then what's next? Next. You know right. what I'm saying? Like over there, man, they really appreciate it. And that's why so many artists that get it go over there and they stay over there and they tour and they get that money, you know, because they could feed their family because people appreciate the art and they don't care if it's a goddamn hit from 1981. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If it's good music. As long as we're making it fresh. We're keeping it fresh. Exactly. They're coming out for it. 
yeah. you're coming out for it. You know what I'm saying? So do your thing. I'm definitely going to get with Tim and try to connect you guys. I would love to hear you on one of them house That'll music be, songs, or electronic songs. That would be dope. Yeah. That would be good. Be that tempo up, have your ass out there dancing. <laughs> yes, did. Yes, did. You're not a. Hey, put that new move out they there. Gonna have you dance. out there moving like dance hall. <laughs> For real. Put that new moving at the dance hall scene. Yes, For me. real. For real. But nah, that would be so dope, man. That'd be dope. So, it's when, to see when, you. huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely good seeing you. Definitely good seeing you. Definitely uh, good taking a trip down memory lane. That brought back some good memories, man. Some good times, good laughs. You know what I'm saying? Like, just all of that. Like, I stopped doing music, but I don't forget it. You know, I don't forget how it made me feel because it is me. You know what I'm saying? It's just not for me anymore. Um, And like I told you, man, God told me that. That wasn't a decision I made because I fought. I fought, man. Like, I was like a prisoner of the art. I ain't gonna lie to you. And I just, you know, and as a man, you're like, man, I can't give up. I can't quit. But it's like, when God speaks, man, you just got to be, you know, wise enough to be like, you know what? Yeah. All right, man. It's not for me no more. But, you know, he has something else for me. You know what I mean? And I knew that. You know what I mean? And I had to see that, though. You know, as a younger guy, I was just like, man, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit. Can't quit. Can't quit. I still love it. But I didn't love what was going on around me. You know what I mean? It was taking the joy out of it, honestly. Um, the business of it took the joy out of it. I and and see the thing with me, man. I cannot play the game. I cannot play the game, man. I'm too <laughs> honest. No, I'm serious. I'm too honest. I'm too blunt. I don't take any bullshit. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you exactly how I feel. I can't play that industry game, man. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I will not allow myself. I'll talk myself out of a deal. I'll talk myself into having enemies because I'm not going to put up with the bullshit and I'm not going to play them little high school ass games. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what? God did right by me. <laughs> he knew. He knew. You know what I'm saying? He saved me. Because, yeah, I, I just can't, man. That, that type of energy and that element and just everything that people are on is not me, man. It's not for me. It's not me. I don't want to be around it. I used to go to clubs, Devanna, and I would perform. Listen, I would sit in the back and I would just watch everybody. I'd sit way in the back and I'd just watch everybody. Mm-hmm. When it was my time to go up, I went up, boom, 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 did my thing, walked out that stage, walked out the door. Wasn't no networking for me. I, wouldn't, I didn't want to be around that energy. It didn't feel right. My soul was restless. And I was like, yo, you know what, God? I give in, man. Because this, I've been, and that's the thing. I had been feeling like that, but I just didn't want to quit. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, God, you tugging at my soul, man. And you can't fight God, you know? You can't fight God. But yeah, here I am interviewing. (laughs) And I'm going to get my TV show. Believe that. I'm going to get my TV show. Keep up the good work. Yeah, man. Thank you. You too. But yeah, it's nice talking to you, catching up. Keep doing your thing. Make sure you keep me in the loop. Put your I album will. out. I sure will. Shows, do your festivals. Yeah, that's that's do what's a, coming up next. A huge reggae tour. You yes. know what I'm saying? For real. For real. Yeah. I believe it, man. Claim it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It. Just Definitely. keep putting that love in the air, man. Keep putting that Social media in platform, y'all can check me out. Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, 
Google. <laughs> Google the Vanna Suite. You see it in the lower third down there. Google her. And all of her links, all of her uh, social media links are down in the description as well. So y'all check her out, man. Check her out on Spotify. Like she said, all her songs, all the stuff is on YouTube. Um, I got a link to her music video down there. Um, and we're going to ride out to that music video too. And that one is what? More Than. Yeah, there we go. More Than. We're going to ride out to that. Um, some, to some goodness, man. So, hey, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you staying up. <laughs> First and foremost, I appreciate you staying up. Pretty sure you're going to conk out after this. But uh, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Once again, it's been another episode, man. Episode 80. 80 episodes. I'm here, y'all. I'm telling you, and I'm not going to stop. I don't give a damn if I don't have a guest. I'm coming on here. It's not going to stop. 81 next week, Tuesday. Pull up. You never know who I might have. Kicking it with Cool Card, man. Every Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I appreciate y'all. If this is your first time tuning in, I invite you to subscribe so I can continue bringing you this goodness. All right? If you came before and you checked me out, I hope you have already subscribed. I'm not going to beg. I'm just telling you what it is. If you get something from this, you get some value, share it. Even if you don't want to subscribe, just share it. Share it. Share it. I do this for y'all, man. I can't do it without y'all. All right? I'm going to shut up. We're going to jump into more then, and we're going to ride this thing on out. Peace and love, y'all. Thank you, Devanna. We out of here.